in case you missed it on Newsbreak. It was going to be a difficult speech given the fact that we had the COVID pandemic last year, which hampered plans, for example, to turn South Africa into a construction site as it were based on the president's promise last year. But I think that uh, there was some significant balancing act. Um, I would have loved to see more detail around the recovery of uh, uh, state-owned companies. But I was energized by commitments for local procurement, and I hope that government is going to put its mouth, uh, its money where its mouth is, and make sure that there's follow through there to deal with uh, uh, trade barriers that may preclude small companies from playing in the space, especially those that are in the automotive component manufacturing to respond to the uh, Ford factory as well as, uh, you know, creating a lot more space for small businesses to play, to have a greater role within the construction sector. The role of small businesses has been growing over time, given the uh, uh, data we saw from Stats last year. But uh, I think it's going to take a lot more focused government intervention to make sure that that's, that sector keeps growing. While you're on the business sector, Ngama, much speculation about the extension of TERS and the COVID-19 grant. Do you think uh, that was enough? It, it's not enough. Um, the extent of devastation that's out there um, is huge. And, uh, you know, livelihoods have been caused as a result of uh, some of the measures that have been taken. Um, I think that government is going to need uh, to deal with, for example, uh, regulations around uh, lending practices, especially within development finance agencies, to try and ensure that greater capital reaches uh, small businesses. Because relief is one thing and it's important, but also there are those that can participate uh, in the economy through you know, uh, uh, the instruments that have been availed by development finance agencies. But the funding culture in South Africa precludes uh, a wider distribution of these funds uh, because it tends to be quite rigid sometimes. One of the key points that the president had outlined was his plans for ESCOM in terms of easing licensing requirements for new embedded generation projects as well as the proposals to improve ESCOM's financial state. Looking at the burden ESCOM has put on the country, was this enough? What I wasn't happy with in terms of the section dealing with ESCOM was to get a sense that the turnaround plan is gaining momentum and that momentum is positive. Indeed, the president elected to focus more on what measures are being done to boost generation capacity in general. For example, with the renewable energy program gaining further uh, 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 momentum uh, this year. But I would have loved to get a sense that while we are diversifying our energy sources, that what we have currently is not being allowed to run aground. So it's important to get the right message as to where the turnaround process is at ESCOM. And I don't think that the president did justice to that yesterday. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.